Coming up next, Summer Short Story Number 2, A Case of Identity, by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Everybody, welcome back to Booking It. Here on Booking It, we have no case of identity because I'm your humble and eloquent host, Cooper Cobbs, and the other person who's about to be identified is Tanner Lewis. That was so weak. That was not. That was awesome. Now, Tanner, you've been identified, but the question is, what case are you? Okay. <laughs> we won't do that. But <laughs> that was here we even are. weaker. We're back doing summer short stories. We're talking about. Sherlock Holmes, um, when I was making the list, I texted Tanner because he's a big Sherlock Holmes guy, and I was like, I want to do one Sherlock Holmes story. Which one do you want to do? And he said this one. Um, sorry, we had to stop a recording for a second so Tanner could tell his sisters to be quiet, and I forget where he were. Oh, yes, Sherlock Holmes. I texted Tanner, I said, hey, Sherlock Holmes story. He goes, this one. And we were talking off mic, and he goes, yeah, I don't know why I picked this one. This one's kind of weird. <laughs> so... It's better than the one I was originally going to have us do. Let's just clarify that one. I think I was going to make us do, um, uh, uh, which one was it? I think I was going to try and do the Steady and Scarlet, which is okay. But it, I feel like okay. this one's more interesting and it generates a little bit more discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us what the short story is about? I mean, I've read it, but tell the listener yes. what this one is about. So this Sherlock Holmes story is basically about Sherlock Holmes helping this uh, young woman um, find this, uh, her, well, I guess, her husband now, right? Didn't they get married? No, well, no, no. They, they, were, were, they going, were going to She was going to go yeah. get married, she, her fiancé, and they were going to go get married, and then her husband, her fiance disappeared, and she wants Sherlock Holmes to help her find this um, said fiance. Now, um, uh, it's this whole thing, and Sherlock Holmes eventually finds uh, um, out that the fiance was her stepfather, who was trying to manipulate her to keep all of her money. Right. So, so she wouldn't get married. Yes. And- have and he would lose the money. It's a very twisted idea of his. Yeah, this one's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, but it's really it's, weird. it generates a lot of discussion because this one has a lot of Sherlock Holmes being amazing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we can talk basically every single Sherlock Holmes story. I mean, I've read several follow the same template. Sherlock Holmes and Watson are talking. Someone comes in. Sherlock wows them with his incredible powers of discernment. He goes out and does some weird stuff. He and Dr. Watson reconvene, and he tells the whole story to Dr. Watson and in the place of, and you know, stuff like that. Yes. There are a few other stories that follow a different template, and those are usually the more exciting ones, but I didn't, oh, for sure, I didn't yeah. read those ones until after I had, we had already thrown this on the next um, uh, recording. So we're going to be going through this one. Maybe yeah. we'll go through another one some other time for you guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe behind the paywall on Patreon or yes. something like that. That'd be fun. Um, do you have any baggage with Sherlock Holmes you want to share? Um, uh, so not really. I mean, I read. So I read uh, for our school. We had to read uh, 
a what was it it was the, the, red the redheaded league. league and that was a sherlock holmes story so i mean i mean it's probably the most classic yes, one yes it is and uh, other than a study in scarlet that and a study in scarlet are like very classic um uh, so uh, i read that and then i'm like ooh these are really good i'm going to go find this collection so about 2 years ago i found a collection of sherlock holmes stories and i read all the way through that and then uh, i think about a few months ago probably 6 months ago i uh, found this huge collection of sherlock holmes stories i'm looking at it right now and i've got 1800 pages of it sitting in front of me yeah. it is large it is digital though so i don't need to lug around 1800 pages of book <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's bigger than tanner is yes no it's not tanner is tanner's bigger than that wait probably what? i I, don't I didn't know um, what, i don't know what you said <laughs> i just said yes <laughs> we make weird jokes sometimes um yeah so i think the coolest part for me on any sherlock holmes story is always when he first meets the person who's coming to ask for help and he like deduces things about them from their appearance it's always very interesting yeah. i've tried using the same methods because everything that he does is so applicable to some extent yeah but it seems so simple but it's not exactly you know, he's like, oh, this, by the way that her cuff was pressed, I knew she was a typewriter, and by the way she had ink on her gloves, she was writing a letter in a hurry, because she did the pen down too deep, or something like that, and I'm like, oh, whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> There's one time where I was working at Chick-fil-A, and I was kind of new then, and I was making lemonades in the back. By the way, don't get Chick-fil-A's lemonade, I have seen how much sugar is <laughs> in there, and then I've done the dirty deed myself, it's a lot. No, actually, get the, get the lemonade, it's pretty good, but... Anyway, I was making lemonade, and I was taking some to the cooler, and I accidentally had the lid to where it was open, to where there's like a hole in the side to where you could pour, and it wasn't right. Anyway, it kind of sloshed, and so it got on my shoes a little bit, but I didn't really know that, like, the pulp I got on my shoes. So later, I went outside to take orders, and there was, like, a supervisor watching me, and then... She's like, oh, are you making lemonades? And I was like, yes, yeah, Sherlock Holmes. How'd you know? <laughs> and I was like, what, what, how did this lady how, how did this lady know that I was making lemonades? Like, that's insane. Because you have pulp on your shoes. Like, oh, okay. I know. Well, that's like every Sherlock yeah. Holmes story you're like. <laughs> that's not really. It's so simple. It's it should stupid. be that easy. <laughs> yeah, but it's not in real in life. In real life, it's so, really not. That's my, that's my funny Sherlock Holmes story. Yes. Sherlock Holmes story. Um, do you have any fun history with mystery stories? How do you feel about them? Do you like them? You love them? Um, uh, I don't really have a whole lot of mystery stories. You guys know me. Fantasy all the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Read until they... Yeah, I don't read a lot read of either. Read until you drop. Yeah, I don't read a lot of m- mysteries either. I used to read a lot of boxcar children books, though. Do you read any oh, of those? Oh, man, I think kid? I got through... How many did I get through? I think I got through, like, 20. But that's... I yeah. think I stopped at 20 and finally found good literature. <laughs> Yeah, I think I read a little bit more than 20. Like, my church used to have a library. We don't anymore. But I would just go through the boxcar children section, just pick out ones that I never read, and eventually got pretty hard. (laughs) Yeah, so I like to to call that part of my life my mid-kid life crisis. Oh, my gosh. Because that's when I was reading a lot of bad literature. And then, anyway, it's a a fun story. But, yeah, and even the boxcar children... Uh, maybe it was me, but I, I could never figure out who was actually the person who was going to gonna gonna you know actually did the actually did the bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which is why I stopped reading them, probably. <laughs> but, so my question to you is, did you ever figure out that it was the stepfather at any point in the story before it got to the realization? No. You didn't? Wait, wait, I'm, I'm confused. You're gonna have to repeat your question. So did you, did you realize that the stepfather was the, was, what's his name? Anger? Or something? No, I didn't. What's his name? You didn't realize no, it? No, I didn't. Yeah, I think at some point through this story, I was never 100% sure, but before it got to the thing, I was like, you know what, it's going to be the stepfather. That's what it's going to be. Um, I don't know. I realized it, but I've never been, I've never been really good at it. Even in Zootopia, I couldn't tell who was the bad guy. What? So Okay, that's... Yeah, I know. Cooper, that's a little bit... I know, I know. I don't. I mean, I love mystery stories, and the thing about look, this is this is my thing. Okay, maybe it's an excuse, but I think that I don't try and figure out things because I don't want to know. I think it's more fun if I don't. Like with Interstellar, I realized what was going to happen, like you know, uh, a quarter of the way through the movie, and I was kind of disappointed in myself. <laughs> and you know, uh, and so in mystery stories, I think I like to be surprised. And I don't want to spend too much, I don't want to work too hard to try and figure it out. I just want to, like, read. So, yeah, anyway. I can't, that was kind of me when I started. And then as I'm going through it now, I'm like, let's beat him to the answer. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think I think when you were younger, you're like, I want to be surprised. But now you're like, I think it's shameful if I don't know by the end of the story. I know, right? I mean, that was me for Interstellar. Matthew's catching on, like, Snap, snap, I've got it. And I'm over there sitting as I'm trying, as I'm still working well, through fair, Once Was a Time and Interstellar you, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Because Tanner has a fun Interstellar story because Tanner read Once Was a Time like midnight the night before. Then he and Matthew comes over to my house and we're watching Interstellar like 20, 24 hours later. Then he's, so normally I don't like watching movies with Tanner. Like it's not against Tanner. It's just he asks a lot of questions, you know? Like, in Captain Marvel, he was just asking questions like, Tanner, do you think I know the answers to these? But in Interstellar, he was dead quiet. <laughs> and I could tell he was just exhausted and trying to work through it. And Matthew, I don't like watching movies with Matthew either, not only because he quotes the movie to me, especially if it's a movie he's seen and I haven't. Like, we watched Harry Potter movies together, and he just kept quoting him. <laughs> and I'm like, just, just stop, Matthew. But... It's part of the fun, though. Because he just kept asking me questions. You should watch Westerns with Matthew. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, Matthew Matthew quotes Westerns a lot, and he also, like, acts like John Wayne a lot (laughs) off microphone. Maybe sometimes on microphone, too. But, (laughs) you know, Matthew is that kind of guy. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Actually, be, I, think that'd be, I think that would be a fun experience, but we'd also probably get some sexist jokes yes. as well. Uh, we are going and, straight and down well. a rabbit hole. We are. This is fun. <laughs> this is what Summer Short Stories is, is for. We talked about the short story. What do you think about the short story? Is it, is it, is it good Sherlock Holmes? Is it bad Sherlock Holmes? Um, uh, I, think, I think there are better ones. This one is uh, um, uh, one of the better written ones. There are a few where I'm like, that was anticlimactic. And yeah. uh, this one feels like it was kind of leading up to it. It's not very anticlimactic, which is kind of nice for me. And it just had this. Yeah. It was easy to it was easy to follow along all of Holmes' deductions. There are a few where I'm like, 
and you've lost yeah, there, me. There's a few where you can't. There's a few where you can't really solve them, and then he uses clues that you don't really yeah, know. Yeah, because and stuff like there's that. like because you're reading a book, you're not looking at things. You're not watching a movie or something like because in a book and in a movie, you're deciding where um the um where your attention is focused. There, the director or the author is directing where your attention is focused in the movie or in the book. So when in um a, a mystery movie or in a um mystery book like Sherlock Holmes, you you can deduct a few things, but you can't really follow along the entire thing because they're directing your attention to somewhere else because they're dictating where you're looking. Yeah. That's true. I agree. Any other uh, world-shaking thoughts about a case of identity? Um, uh, hmm. I liked the... Uh, I mean, the... I love how he was able to deduct that he walked straight off the carriage. I mean, oh yes, that was yeah. that was my favorite one in this one where he just found that out, and I'm yeah. like, it's so stupid easy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I forgot. I read this like a week ago, but I forgot how he got there. I remember being impressed, though. What page was that? Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Anyway. Yeah, that one. Let's do donor shoutouts real fast. I say the donor, and then you say um, a summer activity. All Sounds right. good. Okay. Tanner's normally not good at these, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> this is true. And Tanner, where would you go if you wanted a donor shoutout? You would go to patreon.com forward slash it, and you would donate to any of our $5 and up tiers. Most preferably the one at the very top, but, you know, we won't we won't discuss that. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> there are enough um, benefits in there to right. make it worth it. Let's say that. I think there are. I think there are. All right. Nana. Um, summer activity. Boating. Nice. Van Papian Whaler. Tubing. Mike and Sylvia. Swimming. <laughs> Mr. Mike and Miss Laura. Um, uh, volleyball. Isaiah Uncle Subby. Water skiing. Aunt Jenny and Uncle Wakeboarding. Sam. Wakeboarding. Moses. Um, uh, playing at the beach. Zara. Chin up bar. <laughs> uh Chris. Um picnic. Yeah, that's fine. Anna. Um date the pool. That's awesome. Tanner actually did a great job of that. All right? Everybody wherever you are, give Tanner a hand. Okay. Give it You'll notice that most anyway. of those were lake activities. For those that do not know, yeah. I live at the lake. He lives on the lake. <laughs> yep. That's right. I have to, like, drive to, like, imagine that. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for dealing with my runny nose that I have. I know it probably sound really weird. Thank you for dealing with Tanner. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more summer short stories. Peace out. Actually, no, that's not how we end this podcast. Who am I, an idiot? No. Keep on booking. Until next time. I went too early. <laughs>